Hello and welcome into Big Talk, where we talk college sports with a Midwest perspective, blue collar and blue blood. I'm Dalton Shetler. That's Sam Sprunger right there. And uh, we're both playing a little like you just heard there. I already f- faded out on there. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a little out of sorts today. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm lacking a bit in the sleep department. Sam might be doing that also, but Sam's also a little <laughs> ill. So we are we're, we're playing a little banged up today, That's but uh, right. we're excited. We're, we're, <laughs> we're still we're still cleaning up and we're still putting on the on the on the game plan, uh, but it just might be abbreviated. so we we do have a bunch of different things to get to uh one being uh big 10 spring sports uh something to pay attention to the ncaa softball postseason gets going today there are six big 10 teams in action for that in the regionals northwestern who won the regular season in the big 10 tournament championship are moving on iowa maryland also going to be in action, as is Nebraska, Minnesota, and Indiana. So those are the six teams to pay attention to for Big Ten softball. Meanwhile, Big Ten baseball, if you haven't been paying attention all year, totally okay. Now's a good time to jump in, though. It's usually usually the, the way it works. is you know If you haven't, it's okay. Yeah. Get, get to it eventually. Well, and, and this is the final weekend for the regular season. Right. And heading into yesterday... Indiana and Maryland were tied for first place in the Big Ten Conference. Maryland beat Penn State. They had to come from behind to win 17-15 to 15 yesterday. So oh, they stay wow. afloat in this race. Yeah, no Ooh. kidding. I mean, I, I don't know enough Big Ten baseball history to, to try and put this in some kind of light. But what Maryland does offensively, I, I was talking with somebody from the Indiana camp, and they said when they were swept by Maryland, uh, it was in the midst of a stretch, I think, of five games where they scored 88 runs. Oh, wow. Well, I saw that IU scored, what was it, 51 in a three-game series against Purdue this last week. <laughs> so, like, yeah. they're, they're putting the sticks on it, too. Tearing the cover off the ball. But so uh, Maryland had to come from behind. They beat Penn State, so they win. But Indiana lost at Michigan State last night. Uh, eight to six. Sparty. All right. Well, and the Spartans are fighting for their Big Ten tournament live. So again, if if you're just joining in, that's totally fine in the baseball season. (laughs) But for your information, the Big Ten tournament, only eight teams make it in. And so Michigan State and Purdue are tied for that eighth spot right now. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, it's always how it works out, right? Uh, the Spartans hold the tiebreaker. The Spartans, as I just mentioned, got the win. Purdue lost to Nebraska yesterday. So there's a storyline to pay attention to between Purdue, Michigan State, but also Indiana and Maryland because Indiana is now a game back from Maryland in this Big Ten championship race. And uh, they they both play to, uh, today, Friday, and they both play tomorrow, Saturday, to finish out the regular season. Um, and and I believe all those games, uh, but with Indiana, Michigan State, and also Maryland, Penn State, because they're in the middle of a title chase, are on the Big Ten Network. So you can watch all the the drama getting up to the finish line. I will be tuning in to some of it. Yes, it should be a lot of fun. Um, so that's all taking place. There's a lot of different things happening, but as we have talked about in the past. Uh, college basketball has become a little bit of the old NBA in terms of the offseason is even exciting because there's free agency pickups, there's <laughs> trades. I mean, it's, it's kind of the world we're living in now with college right. basketball. And uh, there was some pretty big news 
that stemmed from Ann Arbor in the transfer portal this week. Because Michigan, as you know, uh, the roster is going to look a lot different. It was already thinner, and mm -hmm. Jet Howard and Kobe Bufkin, as we knew, decided to go to the NBA draft. Hunter Dickinson shocked everybody when he decided to transfer to Kansas. Uh, there's been a couple other transfers in the mix as well, but maybe the the thing Michigan fans were leaning on and counting on was pulling in star Caleb Love from North Carolina to help things out. But it just broke out this week that Caleb Love is not going to be going to the University of Michigan. It's been cited that uh, transfers were un or, or transfer credits, credits were yeah. unable to, uh, to to make its way to Ann Arbor. So Caleb Love goes back to the portal. And from what I'm understanding from reports, a return to North Carolina is not in the mix for Caleb Love. So he's going to have to find a new home. But for Michigan's roster, this takes a blow. Well, yeah, because I mean, you're you're looking to replace an all American. I mean, no, you're you're never gonna expect to replace somebody like Hunter Dickinson with somebody. A, in general, like you hope maybe the person eventually becomes that, but you never expect a you know an even fill in. But he was gonna help fill that gap, mm -hmm. you know that 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 void left by by Dickinson. And now he's not there. I mean, what is what is what is Juwan Howard going to do about this? I mean, he's still got time. I mean, uh, to 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 get some transfers, but <clears throat> excuse me, there's nothing available that's going to match what Caleb Love would have been. So mm -hmm. I, I I think that is a huge hit to Michigan, especially in that we've talked about this too that. This could be a make or break year. I yeah, it, it most certainly could be, and and I, that's what I think it's important to note too, because you talk about what it could have looked like with Caleb Love. It's um, Caleb's style of play and his talent was good enough to win you some games. Not all players really fit that bill, but he the, the thing with Caleb Love, he's good enough to win you some games almost by himself. Right. And he's also a player that can put himself in spots where he can he can start missing shots and just keep going and, and it goes like there's a really high reward and there's a really high risk when when he's on the floor. It's just that the streaky kind of player he is. But you were you were kind of comfortable with the idea of living and dying with that if you were Michigan, given what your roster is. And mm -hmm. now that that's gone, I'm with you. I, I don't know what the pivot is for Jawan Howard and trying to build out this roster for, for the year. It's, it's going to be interesting. And again, we're talking about a Big Ten conference that just saw, as we mentioned from Maryland, Dante Scott comes back. Jameer Young comes back. You look at Northwestern, Boo Booey's coming back again, which, which is I think makes them a competitor next year. Yeah, I agree. I, I the the idea of Boo Booey being back, I forgive me, this was an oversight. I imagined he was out of eligibility. Like I, I was stunned. I didn't think it was possible. And then I saw the news. I'm like, whoa, whoa. And they said that he he had he had his super senior year left yet. The oh. COVID year? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just it, it's so hard to keep track of everybody's eligibility that yeah. were in college during COVID because it's it's made everything kind of just goofy. But yeah, so like it, it, the Big Ten's got all this coming back. I mean, 
you and I still should come back. could still Uh, come back. I was going to say, we've been texting back and forth and we've seen some different accounts that are starting to pound the pavement, looking for Zach Eady to come Mm -hmm. back. But I I would say in all likelihood, uh, you're, you're probably going to see Zach Eady come back uh, to Purdue next year. There's obviously still a chance he goes to the NBA, but I I think it's more probable that he's back Mm -hmm. in West Lafayette and with what Michigan state has going, especially if, A.J. Hogard and Jaden Aikens come back. They're in the NBA draft process, but uh, the Big Ten is going to be tough up top. For Michigan, you have got to find a way to to acquire some more talent to, to kind of stay with uh, the race that it's going to be, so that'll be interesting. But if you want to flip over to football for a moment, we, we should even talk about uh, the squad that I have an interest in, Michigan State. They yeah. lost a big member of the football team uh, just this past week. Uh, you might have seen in the news that Keon Coleman, who I think was rated by some of the different news outlets, the number two and number three player available in the transfer portal. And you might remember him as the multi-sport player. He was on the basketball team a bit yes. uh, for the, the first year. Um, he just wrapped up his sophomore year. Uh, freshman year, he got some time, but uh, didn't. Didn't get a ton of snaps his freshman year. Last year, he broke out. And you could see all over him. It's just potential. He is athletic and strong as can be. He can create separation. He's fast. He can jump out the gym, jump over the corners. I mean, he he is a playmaker. So this is a big one, too, because now uh, for Michigan State, you, you have to start looking around the room and seeing if, uh, guys like Montori Foster can step up, Trey Mosley, so on and so forth, up and down that room. And and you're going to have to count on some some guys that maybe need to take a bigger role than what was expected before the year. So it's a big blow to Michigan State because I, I think athletic speaking and playmaking speaking, this was your go-to guy mm-hmm. for the season. And, and now with him being gone, Michigan State and Mel Tucker have to try and figure out a new approach as well. But uh, it's it's going to be interesting. But both Michigan schools in two different sports got hit by the portal this week. What what are the uh, like? I understand for basketball since it's you know not even season, but we're getting close to. What, is, is the portal open all the time still? I I knew they were talking about trying to get windows to where there were only certain windows where where athletes could could jump into the portal. What is the the standard to this? Because it is so confusing because, you know, they say right after spring games, look for a bunch of portal uh, transfer moves. Well, we're, you know, three weeks removed from from spring games now. And all of a sudden we're still hearing about transfer moves. Correct. Yeah. So there are transfer portal windows, but. They're awful big windows, if that's the case. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to see what the dates are for them because I don't know exactly what the the actual window time length itself is. I am scrolling through trying to find something, (laughs) and I'm coming up empty. But there are transfer portal windows. It should be, you know, and I'm sorry, but like... I don't know. They've got to put some limit on this because it seems like, you know, everybody I saw uh, there's I forgot the player's name from Ohio State that's transferring to Wright State in basketball. He started at Wright State, played three years, transferred to Ohio State for a year and then transferred back for his super senior year to go back to Wright State. I'm like, 
okay, I don't understand what the difference and why we're doing this. I really don't. Uh oh. <laughs> there you are. You came back. It's it's just so much different movement. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Um, and and by the way, I was gonna say Tanner Holden's the player you were thinking of Thank for you. Ohio Thank State you. and Wright State. Um, transfer portal wise. So I'm I'm looking at an article uh, from April fifteenth. Um, and it says that it was opening up a 15-day window uh, for for schools to uh, get their rosters put together. But we're past the 15 days, and, and we have transfers going on. That was the second of the uh, transfer window. So let me let me take a look here. This is from Sports Illustrated. It says here, and I'll quote it, the spring college football transfer portal window officially opens on Saturday, April 15th, and is scheduled to close again on Sunday, April 30th. Originally, the NCAA laid down plans to open things up from May 1st to May 15th, but the D1 Council, the body with that authority to make changes, moved the window up a little further on the calendar to correspond with spring football dates. But like I just said, we're in the middle of May now, and we just had a transfer. So I don't really know how this works. I guess is is where we're landing because that <laughs> it doesn't make sense. There are windows. I don't know if it, they hold any kind of actual power. I don't. There's I don't windows. Really... They just don't yeah. have glass in them when they close. <laughs> They're screens. <laughs> They're screened well... windows. Yeah, I guess I don't that that have Velcro in the middle and separate when you want to walk through them, evidently, because because <laughs> it just it just doesn't make sense to me as to how, you know, it, it seems like almost it's like a whim. And we talked to Mo about this, Ager about this is, is, you know, with the transfer. He was close to moving schools when he was at Michigan State, but he didn't want to sit out. That was the deterrent, you know, and. excuse me i there should be there should be i i am strong in believing that yes i think if if the player truly believes they made a mistake at where they went to the originally they should be able to make a move free of 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 punishment or Mm -hmm. having to sit out necessarily but I also don't think they should be able to leave just on a whim you know coach yelled at me i'm leaving you know, because that's almost the way it seems now is they get yelled at or they just don't like they got benched or something. Well, I'm just going to enter the portal then. Okay, don't let don't let the door hit you where the good word <laughs> split. you. But it, I, I, I it's so frustrating that, you know, it, it kind of handcuffs coaches to where they've got to they've got to worry about what they and, and don't get me wrong they shouldn't be abusive in what they say but you should be able to call out a player or something if they've done something that they sh- need to improve upon or that they they need corrected in because that's your role as a coach and now they're oh i can't yell at him too hard because what if he transfers you know and <sighs> I don't know. It's like taking your ball and going home. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. And it, and it, and it hurts programs, you know, and, and sure. Another program will take him, but better be careful because if you tick him off, he'll do the same thing to you as he did to the last program. 
Well, and it hurts programs, but it, it also like kind of going back to the conversation we had with Mo Wager, like you were talking about, and he talked about how he wanted to at one point uh, leave East Lansing, but he stuck yeah. through the process and what he gained from that process helped him as a person. Correct. Like that's the thing that's kind of getting lost. That's, that's the argument that Tom Izzo has with the transfer portal is that it's not, it's not that you're helping these kids when you're just letting them escape adversity at every turn. You're not allowing them to grow and develop into young men, young women, whatever. Like you're, 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 you're Correct. robbing them of that process. And it, I mean, the counter, if I, I understand because that process is such an intangible thing. You can't just point to it. So I understand why it gets lost in arguments, but I do believe that people fundamentally don't understand the effect that that process does have on right. young athletes. And I, I think that's really kind of where, where this ends up uh, to the, to this long conversation about transfer portal. Well, and, that's and the why, that's why I say, let them do it. You, you know, once give them, you get one free move because you know what? Even adults make mistakes in, in selection of jobs or and when we're talking, you know, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, when you're we're fine. talking about more than a thousand, some students going in the transfer portal. There is no perfect system here because no, we've talked yeah. about it. Like everything is case by case and you can't necessarily put in a system that rules case by case. Like you're, you're inherently going to have a flaw with whatever uh, judicial practice you, you decide to have sure. with this when you have that large of a value. Yeah. But I, I, I think the one way we can say we shouldn't be doing it is just letting them go whenever they want. Like, yeah, it no, fair. like it currently is yep I, that isn't working yep because you get well he yelled at me i'm done i'm leaving i'm i'm done and he the kid goes into the portal and is at four different schools for four different years yep you know and sure there's always going to be a program that's going to take him because of the talent possibility you know the talent level of the of the athlete but what does that teach the kid? Yep. Nothing. It, it. I run when there's adversity. There. I uh, honestly, how many pro leagues are going to take a kid like that? That says, "Oh, whenever it gets hard, you run." You mm -hmm. know, or whenever it gets difficult, you run. Um. Yeah. I just. It. it, it I don't know. Yeah. Way too well, long on a conversation it, about the portal. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was going to say, well, and that's the thing, like basketball, it started to seep its way into the NBA where these young guys get drafted they're hurt for years on end. And then they just hit the market when they, they finally get their rookie contract up. So like, this is a growing problem, um, but it seems to be a bigger issue in basketball. I would say when you combine the college and professional level than maybe the other sports, but anyway, when, you're right. We've did, talked about transport. A I lot. got a question. When did, uh, um, what is it? It's like the G League. I, I I saw the lottery, you know, the lottery uh, workout, you know, the the selections to where the order is out, and then they were saying that the mock draft and like the top th uh, four under the guy from France or wherever is like a G League force, G League overtime or something like that. I don't even know what those teams are. So there was um. A few years back in trying to offer different opportunities for young basketball players, the G League created a league 
for a lot of these high prospects to go is to like as an alternate to college. League? Because the, you've got the G League, which is like the affiliates to the NBA teams. So is this an under league underneath that too? I, I think it's, it's actually a good question. Or do they play I, against one another? I believe they play against one another in like in the G League, but, but I'm not 100% sure. And draft eligible. So do they not get paid or do they get paid just enough to where they can, you know, I guess it really doesn't matter anymore. You know, you get NIL right. money, so it really doesn't make a difference. But G League Ignite prospects. That's what Ignite. And then I think there's an overtime or overdrive yeah. or something like that. There are like four of them. Yeah. Four under the, the guy from France. And I'm like, I I mean, I'd never heard of those. And then I'm now, now it makes sense. Well, and that was around the same time that LeVar Ball was creating his league. And so, like, there was a time where, like, three or four leagues were being created at the same time, yeah. and it, it all kind of got lost in the shuffle. But, yeah, that's that's where all these prospects okay. under Victor Wimbenyama yeah. are uh, which, coming from. Which I'm told is a generational talent. Like, they're, they're marking him to be another great. If you have a day to lose, just watch highlights on YouTube. Well, just and here's the thing. San Antonio, Greg Popovich is just walks into these generational talents. I mean, <laughs> good Lord. He's got a knack for them. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, he gets the number one pick and he gets this guy, you know? So I'm sure he's not going to be around for all of Victor's pro career, but he'll at least get to kick it off. I'm guessing, but geez, Louise, you know, David Robinson, he got the tail end of his, his pro career, but then he yep. had all of Tim Duncan, uh, you know, Parker, uh, Ginobili, Ginobili. and now you uh, had Kawhi Leonard for a couple yep. of years, a few years, and then you know, gets this guy. So eh, good for him. <laughs> he needs um, a couple more rings. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> um, only has this many fingers. We got a, we got just over a handful of minutes here left. Um, so <clears throat> we got some other topics. And so uh, here's how we'll play Sam, I'm going to offer you three topics. You pick one. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Okay. Here come the three topics. We could talk about A. Oh, okay. Or are you doing one? Let's do it. We could talk about <laughs> one. We could talk about uh, an article you had sent my way, mm -hmm. which headlines that the National Labor Association wants to file a suit against USC and UCLA, correct? The headline well, and, and the Pac-12 and the NCAA. All together, okay. Yes. Um, so that's one. We could talk about that. Two, we could talk about sports TV programming going behind a paywall with the recent news of the NFL wildcard game going on Peacock. There are eight Big Ten football games this year that will be on Peacock. So that's number two. Or number three, group licensing coming to NCAA football, and now we can actually get the video game going and coming back next summer. Those are your three oh, topics. Oh, goodness. Well, see, I know which one you want to go with. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, honestly, I uh, let's go with that one. Let's go with the, the group licensing uh, for, for the video game because I think we could talk a lot longer on the sports going behind the paywall. So I think we need to maybe table that for next week and talk about that a little bit more in depth. I am so excited. <laughs>
I am so excited. <laughs> when this news broke uh, yes, earlier this it. week, I, I was so excited because we were originally <coughs> scheduled to get this back this summer and they delayed it to next summer and also for the context for for some of the people that maybe just don't play video games ncaa football was a, a college football video game that i still will argue was the greatest series that's ever i loved it happened it was it's, amazing it's the one game that i would actually like like you have all of the intricate like ins and outs of like madden and you know the other uh role-playing games and stuff this was the only one that i would make sure i did the right recruiting i would do okay i need this i would pay attention to what i it was fantastic yes absolutely. it was amazing and so this was happening every year and then 2013 they released ncaa football 14 and denard robinson was on the cover i believe that's right, which especially with it being a Michigan athlete, you know, I had to do my own cover art and I have my right. own personalized cover. Right. Yes, you showed me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they after that one had released, it started to get to the point where it shut down because uh, student athletes weren't being paid for their name, image and likeness. So like if uh, what number was O'Connell? O'Connell is what? 16, right? Number 16. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you're playing with Purdue, you'd see quarterback 16. number 16. Yeah. Like it's very clearly Aiden O'Connell, but they can't say it's Aiden O'Connell. And so finally they got in, in trouble where they said, Hey, this isn't going to work. So they quit making the game. It's been 10 years. They have not been making the game. Uh, the beauty is if you hung on to your PS three and NCAA football 14, there's some like <laughs> random community of these people like you just sports are, fans. Dalton. Don't lie. You know, it's, who they are. <laughs> it's these sports fans, but they build a roster for all 100 and however many schools. So you can still get on and do it that way, which is what I've done for the last decade. But finally, we're actually going to get a new video game for this. And a big reason why is because the recent news that came out this week that EA Sports College Football video game has been able to partner uh, with one team partners, which is a group licensing. Um, a group and they they're going to be able to make it so instead of qb number 16 for purdue it says aiden o'connell or whatever yeah. else like and it's, they would get their share of it so players will they if they decide to opt in every player has the option to opt in if they decide to they would be paid for it it's a lot like nba 2k like all those those rosters like the players opt in for it but like you play the classic rosters and like charles barkley never gave his permission he opted out so like you can't afford 34 yeah like it's <laughs> not it's not quite charles barkley or whatever but like um Chuck bickley this is <laughs> this is one of the giant hurdles that remained in yeah. getting the product that we wanted back for this this college football video game that'll come to the shelf next summer yeah i, I and honestly i I've played some video games over the last 10 years, some, and it was mainly because I don't, I love NCAA football. I really do. And I love that game. And it's not the main reason I've, you know, gotten a little bit older and I've gotten different responsibilities, but honestly, I would play more video games if I had NCAA football. Yep. And if it's coming back, guess what? Sammy may be, uh, maybe, uh, a gamer soon 
I was going to say, I, I don't know which month it comes out. I think it normally comes out in July. You're right? taking the whole month off, aren't you? I was going to say, I don't think we're having a show when that first comes out. <laughs> oh, no, like, we'll, we'll stream <laughs> our games against one another. That's, that's actually a great content we idea. Could. Maybe we that's could. what we end yeah. up doing yeah. for that week because that's uh, <laughs> that, that should be entertaining. But I'm also curious because we haven't gotten enough details about this game yet. Well, well last I heard Notre Dame wasn't going to be part of it. Is this still a thing? Well, I think their big argument or sticking point was that maybe the the players not getting money for oh, it. So okay. I think so if that happens, they're gonna probably which it is now happening. So I believe that was their right. their battle. Well, good. Um, I mean, everybody should be. It's NCAA football. Give everybody their cut. That's fine. Come on. Yep. They're gonna make. Think about this. It has been a, a, a decade-long hiatus. You know how many people have been just... You know how big that explosion, the sales, is going to be? You're not going to be able to keep it on the shelves for like six months. I uh, I, I hate the idea of whispering this into the microphone or, or streaming this outside of my, my brain, this <laughs> thought, but do you know what you could do with that price and I would still be paying it? Oh, like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you th do you think I haven't thought? Hmm, I've got four four kids. I could have them all get in line with me. And <laughs> oh, the memories of I still remember when uh, my wife and I were were dating. Oh yes, I remember this on. was a famous date. Yeah, taking her to to a GameStop at midnight where there were pizza boxes all over the floor and a line of 40 dudes just waiting to pick up their copy of NCAA Football 14. And your wife, then your girlfriend, the only one that wasn't a dude in the line, I'm sure. Legitimately, it was. <laughs> like, she was the only not guy that was there waiting in line for that. But good memories. Good memories. Um, hey, you know what? That right there, the fact that she didn't say, um, take me home now. <laughs> You you knew you were marrying her, right? I mean, at that point, like because if you can like, put up with this, this yes. is me. <laughs> it's kind of like when I met my wife. First thing I said to her before, never. I didn't even know her name at this point. Or well, I'm sorry, I just had found out her name. I'm not married. I live at home with my mom. I don't have a car, and I have a one year old son. That's the first thing I told my wife. <laughs> and I have been married for almost eighteen years. So. And you're just waiting for the bolt the other direction. It's <laughs> I I guess it was one of those. What else do I have to? She's gonna find this out eventually. Why not tell her right from the get go? <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to waste anybody's time. This That's is right. the deal. Let's. <laughs> and this is uh, me. What do you well, think? The, the the big question I do have though, because we we haven't gotten a ton of details on on all of this yet uh dynasty mode because of course that was the best yes. way to play oh, the video that game was the greatest oh my goodness that was the greatest recruiting was awesome recruiting in college football's changed in the last 10 years where we yes. have just moaned and groaned about transfer portal and everything else for about five oh, minutes my goodness you're gonna have to show. worry about transfer portals out and bringing them in oh, i almost goodness. wonder yeah if they do that i is there an my nil component exploded. to this where you're like Oh, I'm getting ready to lose a star receiver because they're being offered six figures by this car dealership in Omaha. Uh, <laughs> I need to find with a booster and find a way oh to. Oh my goodness! Get, like that, I'm that, curious a, how this all works. That's a that's a game of its own. NCAA at that point, management. 
<laughs> well, that's that's why a lot of coaches now decide to prefer the NFL over yeah. college football when it used to be vice versa. But but I'm curious because that would almost be an exhausting experience at that point. Yeah, but, I, think, I think there's there's certain aspects to what the college game is now that probably you're right would be too exhaustive almost <laughs> to the point where you're like, okay, you don't even want to play the video. You throw your I quit. <laughs> That's their whole decision. They're just doing it one more year just to piss everybody off so they don't want to play it anymore. It's actually a great theory. Give me 2013 uh, back. Yeah. No, it's, I, uh, you know, there's maybe it's going to be more of a general like, oh, hey, he gets offered, you know, this for an NIL deal or, you know, whatever. And it may be that they throw that aspect into it. You need to find him $50,000 more in NIL money or he's transferring. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't care and <laughs> let him go or you go find it, you know? And I don't know if you're like me, but I always was like, yeah, you're going to be here for only two seasons longer anyways. So I'm going to recruit <laughs> the next guy for you and your replacement anyways. And it's, I'll just start hunting three stars and say, it. we're going back to the old ways. <laughs> we're grinding as a pro. That's right. You know what? When <laughs> when you play the games yourself, instead of put them on, on uh, uh, what is it, skip mode or whatever, or mm -hmm. uh, simulation, I win them anyways. So I'm going to give me three stars. I'll win them and they'll, they're, they're happy to be where they're at. You know, that's right. That's now, so do, you, this, do you take a school or do you make your own? Oh, I take a school. You make yeah. your own school. I made a, I made my own the last time that I was there or uh, I actually, I was in for 2013 or 2014. I, I made Indiana tech. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> And for those who don't know where that's in a small little commuter school. Well, actually they have dorms now, plenty of dorms. Now it's actually about four times the size it was when I went there, but um, they, uh, they're a, a, a technical school, Indiana tech in Fort Wayne. It's a, it's a they're a good baseball team. They've got some good, uh, good athletes and athletics, but yeah, I formed a football team there and uh, uh, rose the warriors to national, uh, dominance yeah i do love taking like a mid-major is what i always used to do i'd take a mac school and ride them to the sun or a sun belt <laughs> team and just take them to national prominence yeah i'm totally with you but i took duke one year to the national championship game <laughs> these are the things you have to look forward to next summer yes, when sam and i are streaming our our ncaa football <laughs> video game experiences so something to look forward to pocket that'll be uh, behind the paywall <laughs> that's right <laughs> We're we're fully fully <laughs> looping this thing around now. Um, all right, we need to shut down shop uh, for for big talk here this week. It's Sam, abbreviated, kids, but that's all right. Yeah, Sam, on the way out, uh, let everybody know where they can find us because we've had some changes and make sure everybody's able to find us in the the, the normal spots. Yes, sir. Well, I forgot to add TikToks up there to it, but uh, the Instagram and the Twitter, uh, it's at b one g underscore talk. So. At Big Talk, but B1G, like the Big Ten, B1G, underscore talk. Then go to, fa or you can go to Facebook, B1G, Big Talk. You'll find us, mm, excuse me, through the end of July, unless we start streaming. Uh, no, no, that's next year, isn't it? It's not this summer, is it? <laughs> that's right. I know. I, I, it was supposed to be this summer, and it just. It's all right. We'll we'll survive one more year. I mean, we've done it for a decade. I think we can manage, right? I just. Uh, 
It's like a light at the end of the tunnel just keeps dancing oh, further pushed, away from they me. Pushed it further back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they built. Like I'm in the desert, the and the the illusion is just you know kind of the mirage just me. got yeah. further away. Uh, through the end of July, uh, we're on once a week on ASAP Network. Uh, after that, once football season starts, we'll we'll move to twice a week. Well, I will move to twice a week. Um, <laughs> the show will move to twice a week. Uh, we have changed networks uh, for our other network. Uh, we were on Odd Pods. We are no longer on Odd Pods. We are with the Lounge Media Group. Uh, surprise, that's uh, my media group. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's the same uh, new network, same show. Nothing will change with the show uh, in the aspect of uh, how things operate or anything like that. Uh, you can find us anywhere. Uh, you know, Spotify, if you want to watch us. Uh, if you don't find us on ASAP, you can watch us on Spotify every week, or uh, you can listen to the audio version anywhere you find podcasts. All right. So that does it for another edition of Big Talk. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in and joining us this week. That's Sam Sprunger. I'm Dalton Shetler. Until next week. So long. See ya.